You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the PharmD Money Podcast, where certified financial planner Derek Delaney brings financial education and observation to help pharmacists navigate their most important financial questions. Welcome in PharmD Nation to episode number 91 of the PharmD Money Podcast. I am your host, Derek Delaney. Thank you all for joining me today. One of the biggest headlines that has resurfaced within our national media, specifically having to do about finances and more specifically having to do about more specifically having to do about the government's debt is the printing of a trillion dollar coin. And now it gets a lot of headlines because a trillion dollars is a lot of money, specifically when people talk about it being printed with one coin, which means having one platinum coin worth $1 trillion. And it leads a lot of people to scratch their head going, what is going on? What does this mean? How does it all work? So in this podcast episode, I'm going to do my best to try to simplify it all, break it down so you guys can understand what's happening and how it could potentially impact you later on in life if something like this actually does come to fruition. So the million, the trillion dollar coin idea has been around for a long time. Um, there have been people talking about it going all the way back to the early 1990s, and then every now and then it resurfaces again as an idea or a solution to the United States debt ceiling crisis. So there are three things you're going to have to know and understand to be able to piece together what's going on. And those three things are the Federal Reserve, what is it? The Treasury Department, what is that? And the debt ceiling crisis, what is that? So let's start with the debt ceiling crisis. So the debt ceiling crisis is basically a mandate on Congress that was enacted back in, I think, the like 1917, something like that. That basically states that the government can only borrow a set amount of money. So it's similar to you getting a credit card and the credit card company saying, yeah, you can only put $1,000 on this credit card and then it's tapped out. The debt ceiling crisis is like that, but for the federal government, for Congress. And it basically says that you can only borrow X amount of money. And once you reach that limit, you can't borrow anymore. And this creates a debt ceiling crisis because the federal government needs to borrow money in order to pay its debts or to pay its obligations, some of the biggest being Social Security and Medicare and a lot of other programs. The government just doesn't have a ton of money sitting around in a checking or savings account. So they have to borrow it. And the way they're able to borrow it is by going out and selling bonds. And these bonds are known as treasury bills, notes, and bonds. And it's similar uh, similar. Similar to you going out and buying a bond of Apple stock where you take your money, you give it to Apple, and in return they pay you more than what you gave Apple on the upfront in order to compensate you for lending them money. The Treasury Department does the exact same thing except these bonds are issued by the full faith and backing of the federal government, so they're essentially risk-free, or theoretically they're risk-free. So you take your money, you give it to the federal government, in return they give you a bill, a note, or a bond, depending on how long you allow them to borrow your money for, and in return for you giving the government money, they will pay you back 
interest, the amount you gave them plus some. So it's a great risk-free rate to earn a small rate of return on your money. So again, the government can't borrow more than what the debt ceiling limit says they're allowed to borrow. They have to borrow money from the public in the form of issuing those treasury bills, notes, and bonds in order to pay their expenses and their um, required payments through certain programs like Social Security and Medicare. However, we have come to find that the federal government is terrible at balancing their books, where they borrow far more and they spend far more than they actually generate in revenue, and that revenue comes in the form of taxation. Where I think last year they they spent like six trillion dollars and they only brought in about four trillion, and that is why they need to continue to borrow money from the public to make up that difference every single year so they can continue to spend more and more. However, in specific years like 2013 and now in 2023, there comes a time when the federal government hits their debt ceiling limit where they can't borrow any more money. Just like you and I would hit our credit card limit where we can't borrow any money. However, in the past, Congress has gotten together and they have come to the point where they raised that debt ceiling limit. So essentially, it's like the credit card company going, you know what, you borrowed your $5,000 limit. We're going to raise it up to 6000 so it gives you another $1,000 to borrow. And they continuously do this. And now that debt is spiraling out of control. So in 2023, a lot of Republican and Democrats in Congress are butting heads saying, we can't continue to spend and borrow the way we are right now. It's just not feasible. We can't afford to do that. Something's got to be done. And that is what is creating the newest debt ceiling crisis in 2023, because if they can't figure out what to do, They're going to hit that debt ceiling. No more borrowing is going to be allowed, which means a lot of the payments the federal government owes to people in the form of bond payments or social security payments or other expenditures like that, they're not going to be able to meet because they don't have the money to do it. So this is where the idea of the trillion dollar coin comes in, where the treasury department, the part of government that borrows money, they run the U.S. Mint. And it's interesting, it's legally allowed for the U.S. Mint to produce as many pieces of coinage as they want at any face value that they deem necessary. Where on the flip side of that, the federal government has specific rules and restrictions on how much paper money they can produce. It doesn't apply to coinage. So the idea behind the trillion dollar coin is the U.S. Mint can produce a trillion dollar coin. They can then hand that coin to the Federal Reserve because the Federal Reserve is essentially our nation's central banking system and it's where the Treasury Department has their general account, which is where they spend all this money from. So the U.S. Mint, which is controlled by the U.S. Treasury, is going to mint a trillion dollar coin, hand it over to the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve is then going to deposit that coin into the general account of the Treasury Department which is going to instantly reduce their debt by a trillion dollars, meaning that they're going to have money now to continuously spend and borrow to pay the obligations they have moving forward. And that's the thought process behind it all. The Treasury is going to avoid the debt ceiling crisis because they're going to be able to give the Federal Reserve a trillion dollar coin, which is going to reduce their debt by a trillion dollars, which is going to free up just a trillion dollars more to be able to continue to spend 
on everything they are forced and obligated to spend their money on, which is debt payments and expenditures like Social Security, Medicare, and everything else the federal government likes to spend money on. And herein lies the problem where a lot of people go, well, if you issue a trillion dollar coin, isn't that going to create huge amounts of inflation? Just like 2020, 2021, when the government issued stymie checks and flooded our economic system with excess money, it created mass inflation, which is why interest rates had to go up, which caused a lot of the problems we're seeing today with banks. Anyway, a lot of people go, well, if the federal government's going to create just tr a trillion dollars out of thin air through the U.S. Mint, isn't that going to create massive inflation once again? And a lot of experts go, no, because that coin is not going to be distributed into the public. It's going to stay at the Federal Reserve, and because of that, it's not going to produce the type of inflation we saw happen in 2022 due to all the excess money flooding into the economy in 2021 and 2020. My thought is, I don't think it's going to produce inflation right away, but there is no such thing as a free lunch. And if the federal government just gets a free pass, even though it's being done so to help the majority of people economically, they get a free pass and just get a trillion dollars taken off their books. They're going to make up for that by finding ways to spend even more money. And they're going to find themselves at the debt ceiling crisis limit once again at some point in the future. And what are they going to do? Just keep printing trillion dollar coins? Well, if that's what happens, it's going to reduce the value of the U.S. dollar. And the U.S. dollar, as everybody knows, is the reserve currency of our world's economies. And if that happens, that is going to diminish the value of that dollar, which is going to cause more economic instability throughout the world. So this may seem, in my opinion, like something that could be a good idea in the short term. In the long term, it's just going to create another set of headaches. And it's just a classic example of the federal government kicking the can down the road, trying to solve issues today, knowing they're going to create bigger and harder issues to solve later down or later on in life for future generations. So that is what's happening with the trillion dollar coin. That's the thought process behind it. The federal government needs a way to reduce their debt because they've hit that debt ceiling. So they think they're going to issue a trillion dollar coin, deposit at the Federal Reserve to reduce their debt. And by doing so, it will give them free runway to spend more without having that debt ceiling be in their way. It's essentially, again, like you and I taking a credit card, maxing out that credit card, and then the credit card company coming along and going, well, we created a new coin for ourselves, and we're going to use that coin to deposit it into your credit account, which means now your $5,000 limit turns into $8,000. What do you think is going to happen? Well, we're probably going to spend that $3,000 of extra credit pretty quickly, and we're going to be right back where we were before. So that is what I think is going to happen if this trillion-dollar coin idea comes to fruition. There's a lot more behind it that gets pretty complex, and we're not going to talk about that today. But that's the thought process behind it, and that's how it could potentially work. So when you see that in the headlines, you understand what's going on and what they're trying to accomplish and what long-term it could potentially mean for you and your money down the road. If you enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to hear topics or conversations that are similar to this or have other ideas, feel free to email farmdpodcast or email podcast at farmdfp.com. If you'd like to learn more about me or my financial planning business, feel free to visit farmdfp.com to learn more about that. 
Until next time, PharmD Nation, be well. The PharmD Money Podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions expressed on the show are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or investment advice.